This is such a good word. Anyway, this is what uh, I heard uh, Brother Keith Moore, he was teaching. He was having a, um, the Greater Faith Conference he has every year, and I was listening to it. And he said this, um, dealing with harvest, our harvest. He said that harvests usually come through people back to us. Not always. It's not limited to just people because sometimes it will come because maybe a book that the Lord lays on you to write or maybe something other venue <laughs> or something along those lines. But because it usually comes through people and people sometimes don't always obey when God taps them on the shoulder to sow that seed into that person's life, into your life. And so at least not quickly. Sometimes people hesitate. Sometimes God might have to deal with a person for a week. Sometimes even a month or even longer than that to sow that seed to that person or to that ministry or whatever. And he said this, and I thought this was so good. You should sow, when the Lord ministers to you to sow, just as quickly as you want to receive the harvest back to you. Isn't that good? In other words, if you want a quick harvest, sow quickly. When the Lord lays it on your heart to do so. Okay, I thought it was good. Praise the Lord. That was all free today. Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay, children, you are dismissed. We're so thankful for you. Shelby is going to help with the, if you haven't seen uh, Cassie's new children's thing, they actually have a campfire upstairs. Hallelujah. Have fun, Shelby, teaching up there, sharing a story. They're going to sit around the campfire and tell Bible stories. I thought that was a great idea, so praise the Lord. Amen. Well, open your Bibles this morning, Ephesians chapter 5. And um, I, I already sense the Spirit of God in this place. I mean, He's here big time. I sense the anointing on my life. I want to share this with you because I believe this is the direction I'm going to be going after I talk about joy here for a little bit. As far as being filled with the Spirit is, is about the anointing. And I'm not going to spend a, a great amount of time on it, but I do want to share some things about it. But one of the things I'm going to encourage you to do is to have faith in the anointing. I said you got to have faith in the anointed, in the anointing. It's important. Why? Because even Jesus could do no mighty work when people are in unbelief. You have to believe in the anointing. It's the anointing that destroys the yoke. It's the anointing that removes the burden. It's the anointing that is supernatural. Amen. That's what I believe for in this place is the supernatural. I don't want to just stand up here and preach to you based upon my own understanding. And yes, I've studied and I've prepared and I've got my notes there. But you can ask my wife. I, my, one of my prayers is, Lord, I don't want to limit you to those pages. I want you to speak through me. I believe that when I'm opening my mouth, I'm going to speak forth as the oracles of God, that you're anointing the words I'm speaking. And if you have faith in the anointing, guess what that means to you? That means that anointed word is coming and entering your heart. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. If you study it out and out, it's the word of Christ, the anointed word. When the anointed word enters into your heart, that's faith coming up, rising up. Hallelujah. So praise God. It's all you got to say, I believe in the anointing. Everybody say, I believe in the anointing. Everybody say, I have faith in the anointing. I believe the anointing is upon Pastor Dan. I believe the anointing is upon my eyes and ears. I believe I'm going to receive everything God has for me today. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Ephesians 5.18, and do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. Be filled with the Spirit. Everybody say, be filled with the Spirit. Hallelujah. Is that something we're supposed to do just one time and that's it? Or is it something that we need to be doing over and over and over and over and over and over again? It is something that you must do, my friends. I said this to you on more than one occasion. I'm going to say it again right now because it's so important. If you want to fulfill your destiny, if you want to do all that God's called you to do, become the man or woman of God He's called you to be. You need to be being filled with the Spirit. It has to be a constant thing for you. You've got to be just like what Irene said. When you get into the car, do some laughing. Do, just do whatever you need to do to stir yourself up. Speak the word out of your mouth. Don't, when you look in the mirror, don't go, what in the world is that? 
Don't say that. Say, glory to God, I'm a child of God. I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. All things that have, all that old junk has passed away. Behold, everything's new. And these things are of you. I'm looking good today, God. Okay, I'm glad I got the one amen back there. Praise you, Lord. (laughs) It's important, friends. Listen, you need to be being filled with the Spirit. Because you want to know why? It's not only to benefit you, it's to benefit everybody you have contact with. Amen. Gail just started a new job at the hospital. She has contact with probably a lot of people. Those people should see something different in her life. Those people should look at her and say, what's the difference about you? And when that happens, Gail should be able to say, let me tell you about Jesus. I've been with Jesus. I'm filled with his spirit. Amen. And, and you might think this is a strange thing. It's not. You've got to be someone who's bold about who you are in Christ Jesus. You've got to be bold about your faith. You've got to be bold about sharing the good news of Jesus wherever you go. And I'm telling you, if you want to do it effectively, if you want the Holy Spirit to be there to anoint you, then you're going to have to be filled with the Spirit. Hallelujah. Oh, and why wouldn't you want to be? Why wouldn't you want to be filled with the Spirit? Think about it. What, in order to be filled with the Spirit, that means you've got to spend more time with Him. And when you're spending more time with Him, guess what's going to happen? You're going to get to know Him more. And the more you get to know Him, what's going to happen? You're going to fall in, more in love with Him. And the more you fall in love with Him, what's going to happen? You're going to, you're, going to, you're going to want to know Him more. And the more you come to know Him, and the greater intimacy you have with Him, the more you're going to be filled with the Spirit. It should be an endless cycle. I think a lot of times we have this understanding. And what it is, is the flesh. Our flesh doesn't sometimes want to get, get up from the television, turn the television off, and go spend time with the Lord. Because you want to know why most people don't do it right. Just, I'll turn around this way so nobody thinks I'm talking about them. It's, it's the truth. You know, listen, if getting into your prayer closet or your place, your secret place, is a drudgery to you, you're approaching it all wrong. Stop and think about what you're doing. If you had an opportunity to meet one person on this earth, spend time with that person, who would it be? Just give me some names. Someone, someone said Trump, okay. If, oh, there's Donald, the president. If you had somebody else who, no, I'm serious, who would you want to spend some time with? Give me somebody. Joanna Gaines, okay. Chipping Joanna, yes. Who? Yogi Bear. Haley Beamer, I have no idea who that, Justin Bieber, Ron, that's who you said, but, but listen, the point I'm trying to make is you, if you had an opportunity to spend time with that one person that you would just, oh my goodness, I would have so much, I mean, just be thrilled to go sit down and talk with this person. What would you, would you go in there like, oh boy, I got to go talk to them. I got to go talk to Justin Bieber. (laughs) No, you would be excited. You would be thrilled. Well, friends, you have an opportunity to go spend time with the King of Kings, with the Lord of Lords, with God. See what I'm saying? You get, you, you approach it in a right mental capacity i get to go spend time with god i get to go spend time in his presence glory to god and i'm telling you if you go in there right it changes you the lord has been showing me lately by just listening and and, i don't want to talk about that what the lord has been showing me is the more i'm doing this the more i want to do this Uh, it's just the hunger inside of me is growing It is so thrilling to spend time with Almighty God. It is so thrilling to be able to communicate with God. It's so thrilling to have Him speaking to my heart, flooding me with His love. Amen. We all want to be loved. That's one of the things God put into everybody on this planet. They want to be loved. Some might say, no, that's not a big deal. It is a big deal to everybody. And I'm telling you, there's no greater experience of love than when you get alone with Him. He just pours it on you. 
And it is such a, it's just so thrilling. And I'm telling you, what ends up happening, you get filled with the Spirit. Mm, you become ever sensitive to the Spirit. And that's the way we're supposed to live our lives. Go through this life filled with the Spirit. And it's something we're going to continue to do every single day. Be being filled with the Spirit. Amen? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now, as of late, we've seen how one of the character, characteristics that should be seen when we are filled with the Spirit is that of joy. Everybody say joy. As we saw in Acts 13, 52, and the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. Filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. The Amplified says, and the disciples were continually filled throughout their souls with joy and the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Is it possible to be filled with the Spirit and to live a de- depressed lifestyle? No. When you are filled with the Spirit, you're filled with joy. I said, when you're filled with the Spirit, you're filled with... You can tell when somebody's filled with the Spirit. They go through life with a smile on their face and a hop in their step. They are somebody you want to hang out with. I mean, have you ever hung out with... <laughs> have you ever hung out with somebody that was... I'm sorry, you really didn't want to be around them. Because all you heard was complaining and murmuring and grumbling. I'm serious. You just kind of want to be really nice and polite and say, well, I got something I got to go do. And it's, you know, you're not trying to be mean. But the thing about it is there's something about being with people who are positive, who are confident, who are full of the Spirit, who are exuding the love of God. They, you want to be around them. Amen. I can be honest with you. I love to be around my son and his wife. I really do. I know this might sound weird, but when they were living with us, I enjoyed it. I really did. And when they moved away, now that we never get to see them hardly at all. I mean, I get to see them as much as you guys do on Sunday mornings. But it's just, but why? Because they're full of the Spirit. I'm not saying they're always completely filled with the Holy Ghost, because they're not. (laughs) (laughs) Neither am I, but I'm working on that. But I enjoy being around them. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And I really enjoy being around her. She is full of the Holy Ghost. And again, I, but she gets upset with me when I say this. You understand, I'm not elevating her and putting her on a pedestal. We're called to be examples before all men. We're, we're, we're called to live in glass houses. And if she is so full of the Spirit that I, I, I mean, seriously. You know when I don't like to be around her? I'm just going to be real. Oh, Lord, do I have to say that? Is when I'm not full of the Spirit. Because it's convicting to me. Okay, God, I said it there. <laughs> it's the truth. It's the truth. We want to hang around people who are going to encourage us and lift us up. And we should be people who want to do that where others are concerned. When, when I want people to hang around. I, I want people to want to hang around with me. Because I'm encouraging them. I'm lifting them up. I'm giving them encouraging words or whatever the Lord leads me to do for them. That's important. Amen. Glory to God. So the the disciples were filled with the Spirit and filled with joy. You can't go through life depressed if you're full of joy. Amen. And, and, And listen, when you're full of the Spirit and you're full of joy, what else are you going to be full of? Laughing. Maybe shouting. Maybe doing some dancing. Maybe doing some jumping up and down. Amen. Do you know it's okay for us to rejoice in the Lord? And again, I say rejoice. There is no better example of that in the Bible than Paul. Thrown into jail, writing the letter to the Philippians. And what does he say? Smack dab in the mouth. I mean, you, these, weren't, these, these weren't jails like they here are here today. We got all this nice little place to, to, you know, sleep and bunks and got your own bathroom and stuff like that. Get to eat three square meals a day. Not, when they, not in Paul's day. Those, those places were nasty. And they had Paul in the middle, of, I mean, just a nasty place. And he wrote this, 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 this letter, excuse me, to the Philippians. He said, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, rejoice. Hallelujah. What was he letting us know? Even in your darkest situations you're going through. Even when the challenge is so great, if you'll learn to rejoice in the Lord always, you're going to come through it. Just like Paul did. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Boy, I'm hoping to get through this today. I don't have to, but whatever the Lord wants me to do, amen? And listen, listen. Didn't we look at it in the Bible? That's how Jesus responded when the 70 came back. They were excited because when they went forth, they did what Jesus told them to do, and the demons obeyed them. And they were excited about it. And, and, and Jesus said, hey, don't be so excited about that. That's awesome. But listen, be excited that your name's written in the book of life. And I love what the Bible goes on to say in, in Luke 10, 21, that Jesus rejoiced in the Spirit. I mean, I, I don't, again, we, we have such this, this religious mentality to the way Jesus was. He was full of joy. He walked around with a smile on his face. Even when he was being persecuted, he was probably smiling at him. I'm doing what I'm doing for you. Amen. But this, in this occasion, Jesus rejoiced in the Spirit. He had a spontaneous demonstration of worship in the Spirit. Shouting and leaping with joy. Envision that Jesus doing that. I, I, see, now that I see it in the Bible, I see that's the way Jesus is when we do something that he's leading us to do. When we're accomplishing his plan for our lives. He just, all of a sudden, he just jumps up on, the, on top of his altar. And I mean, not the altar, but his, his seat there, right by God the Father. And he begins to dance. And God the Father said, what, well, one of your children just did it again, didn't they? They're doing something for you, aren't they? Oh, yes, God. Woo, glory to God. Jesus, my Jesus, hallelujah. Oh, it's okay to rejoice in the Lord. I said it's okay to rejoice on the Lord, in the Lord. It's okay to put a smile on your face. It's okay to go through life with a hop in your step because you're born again. You're a child of God. You got victory in Him. Now last week we saw how laughing is God's prescribed medicine for us. Get that. Laughing is God's prescribed medicine for us. Proverbs 17, 22, and for time I'm just going to read it from the Passion. It tells us, a joyful, cheerful heart brings healing to both body and soul. You need some healing in your physical body? Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. You need some, some healing in your mind and your soul? Ha, ha, ha. Take, take God's prescribed medicine. I said take God's prescribed medicine. You can take as much as you like, as often as you want. You will never overdose on this one. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. I said ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Glory to God. Now go with me this morning to 1 Peter chapter 1. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3. It says this, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. To an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and does not fade away. Reserved in heaven for you. You got, a, you got an inheritance in heaven waiting on you. Glory to God. And some, listen, you don't have to wait to heaven, however, to, get it, to, to, to tap into it. Because it's already yours. I've said this to you before. You've heard me say this. When my dad passed away, he left an inheritance to my, 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 my siblings and me. And the very moment he did, that legal document said... Everything he left to us became legally mine. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It became mine. Now, I could have sat back and just said, oh, well, it, I, it's there, but I'm not going to do anything about it. How stupid would that have been? All I had to do is reach out and take it and utilize it and use it. Amen. Because it was now legally mine. You're following me. We have an inheritance in heaven that's up there for us. But glory to God, we, tap in, we can tap into it right now. Because we, Jesus has already finished what he set out to do. His redemptive, he's already fulfilled redemption. Are you hearing what I'm saying? These things belong to you and me. Meaning they are legally yours. In the eyes of God the Father, they're yours. Did you get that? It already belongs to you. Healing, deliverance, victory, whatever it is you need. Hallelujah. It already belongs to you. Praise God Almighty undefiled and does not fade away reserved in heaven for you who are kept 
by the power of God through faith for salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. Do you understand that the power of God in us when activated by, activated by our faith, now get this, will stand guard over us and keep us, keep us from the onslaught of the enemy. Come here, Ron. Come here, James. I want you to hear, see, th- th- that word kept is what it literally is. I want you to stand right here. And I want you to face them, face them. I want you to, st- okay, stay right there. Stand, face them. Put your hand, okay. So stand a little bit in front of me. Listen to me. I got, I got the power of God standing guard in my life. These two represent the power of God. All I got to do is say, go get them. And they go get them in faith. So I activate the power with my faith. But the power is there to keep me. Are you hearing what I'm saying? When, when the enemy comes against me, hey, they're trying to come against me right now. Go get them. And those two go to work for me. Go ahead. You can be seated now. But I'm serious. It literally means sentries standing guard. There's sentries standing guard. I mean, uh, sentries standing guard. They're waiting there to protect you. They're They're there to help you overcome. It don't matter what the enemy throws at you. Glory to God. It says right here, we are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation. Ready to be revealed at the last time. Oh, that blesses me. Hallelujah. Verse 6, in this you greatly rejoice. In this. See, that's why I'm getting happy. In this you greatly rejoice. Hallelujah. Though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials. How many understand that we will all face various tests and trials in this life? But notice, it's only for a little while. Did you get that? See, what you're going through is only for a little while. (laughs) Thank you. What you're going through is only for a little while. What you're going through is only for a little while. As you continue to look to God and trust in Him, He's going to see you through it. He's going to help you to overcome it. So why not laugh? Ha, ha, ha. I got this. I got, you know why I got this? Because God's got this. He's working on my behalf. Hallelujah. I can rejoice in knowing it don't matter what I'm facing, no matter what I'm going to. It's just for a little while. I'm going to come out the other side stronger, more sure of who I am in Christ Jesus, ready to take on the world for him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Verse uh, 7, that the genuineness of your faith, being much more precious than gold, that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen you love. Though now you do not see him yet believing. How many believe in Jesus? I'm serious. How many believe? I want you to see your hands if you believe in Jesus in this place. Do you believe in Jesus? Okay, yet believing, yet believing. Come on, what does this say? Yet believing, you rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory. Receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Now, I, I believe if you got the revelation of what I just read, you'd be a little bit more excited than what you are right now. Hallelujah. You rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith. Listen to this, verses 5 through 9 from the Passion. Through our faith, the mighty power of God constantly guards us. Right there it is again. The mighty power of God constantly guards us. Until our full salvation is ready to be revealed in the last time. Verse 6, may the thought of this cause you to jump for joy. Glory to God. I gave you a great opportunity right there. I didn't, I didn't write that. The, the Holy Spirit wrote that. I said the Holy Spirit wrote that. May the thought of this, the fact that God's constantly guarding us into our full salvation, may that thought of that cause you to jump for joy. Thank you, Wes. Thank you, Wes. Ha! Praise the Lord. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I know some people are saying, I ain't going to jump up, Pastor Dan. What you talking about? That's all right. You don't have to. I, 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 glory to God, I'm going to do it. Hey! All right. Woo. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Ha, ha, ha. Woo! They cause you to jump for joy, even though lately you've had to put up with the grief of many trials. 
But these only reveal the sterling core of your faith, which is far more valuable than gold that perishes. For even gold is refined by fire. Your authentic faith will result in even more praise, glory, and honor when Jesus, the anointed one, is revealed. You love him passionately, although you did not see him. But through believing in him, now get this, because you believe in him. How many believe in Jesus again? Because you believe in him, you are saturated with an ecstatic joy. Indescribably sublime and immersed in glory. I'm saturated with joy. Woo, glory to God. Woo, ain't that what the Bible says? For you are reaping the harvest of your faith, the full salvation promised you, your soul's victory. Notice the words, joy inexpressible. The King James says, joy unspeakable. The New Century Version declares a joy that cannot be explained, a joy full of glory. And as we just read here in the Passion, you are saturated with an ecstatic joy, indescribably sublime and immersed in glory. What does that mean? That means that many times when you're operating in joy, there simply aren't any words to describe it. So what do you do? You shout, you laugh, you dance. Glory to God, I can't give words to this, so I'm just going to stand up and have a Holy Ghost good time. Hallelujah. I'm not the one who wrote this. Inexpressible joy. Unspeakable joy. I don't have to use words to describe this. I'm going to show you how full of joy I am. Hallelujah, glory to God. I said hallelujah, glory to God. Hallelujah, glory to God. Woo, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Woo. Woo. Praise the Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Listen, you got to get to the point where you say glory to God. I am fully confident, Lord. Fully, I fully believe that when I stepped out in faith, I got it. I got what I came for. It's mine. And because I know it's mine, I'm going to rejoice in you. I don't care if my body doesn't feel any better. I don't care if my body still aches. I don't care if I'm still throwing up. It don't mean nothing to me. I got your God, your, your God on it. I got your word on it. Hallelujah. I'm going to keep on believing you. Taking you at your word. I expect for that joy inexpressible to come flowing out of me now. I expect to be saturated with that joy. From the top of my head to the soles of my feet. Saturated with joy. See, again, I picture myself just jumping into a big old pool full of joy. Just going all the way, going underneath it. Just kind of, oh, you ever got underneath the water? Just hold your breath there for a minute. And just kind of, oh, yeah, baby. Floating around, then you come up. Oh, how, just think of that. You just jumped into a big old pool full of joy. Now, see, again, I'm giving you a grand opportunity to do some shouting. You, you need to start reminding Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Think about it. What is this saying? When you yield to that joy, it's talking about here receiving the end of your faith. What does that mean, receiving the end? You got your answer in this natural realm now. Yeah, you got it by faith. When you prayed, you believed you received it. But glory to God, you just got it here in this natural realm. Well, how would you act if you just got the money you said you were believing God for? How would you act if you just got the healing you said you believe in God for? How would you act if that... that that, that new card you believe in God for came through for you. Woo, woo, woo. Glory to God. Hallelujah. How would, how would you act if we got that new church building? See, you can't just sit there with Pastor Dan. I don't want to act that way. Well, you don't have to act that way. I'm not forcing you to do anything. But what I am saying to you is something that will help you make it through. Because see, once you step out in faith, guess what happens? The enemy comes immediately to try to steal your joy. The enemy comes immediately to try to get you to give up. He wants you to give up. He wants you to throw in the towel. It isn't happening. God's not coming through for you this time. 
He's not going to do it this time. You know how bad you've been. You know the mistakes you've been, you've made. I tell you, first of all, let me just tell you this. When the devil comes with those thoughts, you need to get persnickety with him. You know what I mean? You need to stomp your foot and envision yourself stomping on his head. And you tell him, oh, I know I've made mistakes. But thank God for the blood of Jesus. Start to declare the blood of Jesus. Start to declare the blood of Jesus. Start to speak about the blood. of. He hates it. The devil will flee when you start to talk about the blood. Hallelujah. And remind him, glory to God. All I'm called to do is believe. Hallelujah. You know, that was something. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I will a little bit. We went to see uh, Paul this week. I was led by the Lord to say to my wife, we're leaving. We're going on Wednesday. We're going to see him. And and he, he made this statement. He said, the believing is the easy part. And that's truth. You believe one way or another. Right? You either choose to believe God or you choose not to. You're, it's, you, you're going to believe. See what I'm saying? We make it out to be something so hard and so difficult. It's not. You're going to believe one way or the other. Why not believe God? Why not take God at his word? I mean, come on now. You're not moved by what you see. You're not moved by how you feel. You're moved by what you believe. I choose to believe God. My God is faithful. He's never let me down. He's blessed me with a beautiful wife, beautiful kids, beautiful church. You're beautiful to me. Glory to God. Oh, if we would just learn. Listen, listen, listen. The key is when things don't happen as quickly as you thought they were going to do. Going to, listen to this, don't give up. Don't give up. One thing one minister said, and I thought this was so good, I wrote it down. When you rejoice with joy inexpressible, this is what I, first of my thoughts. When you rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory, something happens in the spirit realm. Remember I was talking about that earlier? And then he goes on to say, if you only knew what was happening in the spirit when you're rejoicing, you would be constantly rejoicing every day. And then he goes on to say, the more you learn to yield to joy, a bridge is being built to bring what you're believing for from the spirit realm into this natural realm. And listen, and just like in the natural, it takes time to build a bridge, a natural bridge. Listen. So it is when you begin to believe God for something. Again, it comes right back to what I just said. When it takes time and you're not seeing your answer right away, don't give up. And one of the ways you can make it through when, when, when all of a sudden the devil's trying to hit you, it isn't happening, it isn't happening, is to rejoice in the Lord. I said to rejoice in the Lord. Keep rejoicing in the Lord no matter what. And soon and very soon, your bridge will be finished. You'll be able to cross that bridge, pull a, grab onto that thing you believe in God for, go back across that bridge, and then you're going to start rejoicing all the more. Yes. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Isn't that good? Yes. Listen, let me ask you. If you really believed, hear me, if you really believed that you received it when you prayed, then you'd be doing some shouting and praising and jumping up and down, wouldn't you? If you really believed you received it when you prayed, how would you act? One minister was talking about how he was believing God for finances. And God asked him a simple question. How would you act if you already had it? He said, I'd be jumping up and down. He said, well, well. See, I don't know if you're catching this or not. When you believe you you receive it, if you really believe it, it's yours. It has nothing to do with what you see. It has nothing to do with how you feel. It has to do with what God said in his word. And the fact that when you act on the word, God is faithful. God is faithful to do what he said he would do in his word. Amen. So as a result of that, if it's really true to you, don't you think you do some shouting? Should do some shouting? Don't I th- I'm telling you. Don't you think you should do some shouting? See, I'm telling. Listen, there are people in here who've been believing God for something for a long time, and you've been kind of like going, "Oh, okay, God, where is it? I don't see it." Why don't you act like you already got it? I said, "Why don't you act like you already got it?" Because according to God's word, you got it. Everybody say, I got it. Everybody say, I got it. 
I'm going to act like I got it. Hey! Woo! Hey! Woo! Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise you, Lord. Now go with me to Nehemiah 8. You with me? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This Bible verse ties right in with what we've been talking about. How many know that right after you release your faith, what happens? Who comes? The enemy comes to steal that out of your life. He comes to try to tempt you to let go of what you believe in God for. And what he really likes to do is to come when you're feeling weak. I'm serious about this. You might be physically tired. You might have had a hard day at work, challenged throughout your day. You're physically tired, and here comes the enemy coming to hit you. I'm going to tell you what you need to do right here in Nehemiah 8. It says in verse 10, do not sorrow. Do not sorrow. I said, do not sorrow, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Everybody say, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Everybody say, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Okay, is this the Bible? Just curious, is this the Bible? Okay, you ever feeling weak? God's given you the answer right here. If you're ever feeling weak, if you're ever feeling weak, if you're ever feeling weak, yield to joy. And it gives you supernatural strength. It gives you that supernatural oomph to make it through to the other side. Hallelujah. To you see the end of your salvation. To you receive that very thing you're believing God for. It enables you to keep standing. Hallelujah. There ain't nobody going to back me off of this. I'm going to keep standing. I'm going to keep believing. And as I am, I'm going to rejoice every step of the way. I don't feel like rejoicing right now. But I don't care how I feel. The only thing that matters to me is what I believe. And I believe that as I yield to, to that joy deep down in me, that glory to God's supernatural strength is coming all over me. Woo! You better watch out. You better watch out. You better not pout. Because Pastor Dan's about to shout, Hi! <laughs> Woo! And again, I know some people say, Pastor Dan, Pastor Dan. <laughs> that reminds me. Charmaine, I, when I sent out really the text about what was going on with the church, she sent me a little word of encouragement. And I was telling her, thankful for the peace of the Lord. And I said, I'm also thankful for the, uh, the joy of the Lord. And I said, ha, ha, ha. And she, said, she sent me back, he, he, he. <laughs> and then I just heard joy. He, he, he. <laughs> Woo, glory to God. Woo. Go ahead. Come on. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Hey! The joy of the Lord is our strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength. I'm telling you, glory to God, I'm telling you. You you need to learn to just tell your body, shut up. Listen, listen. This isn't the real me, what you see out here. The real me is on the inside. As Smith Wigglesworth said, I'm a thousand times bigger on the inside than I am on the outside. On the inside, I look really good. Praise God, and so do you. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. So when your body gets to screaming, when your body gets to yelling, when your body says you can't do anymore, when your body says give up and quit, tell it to shut up. Say, I ain't listening to you. I'm a spirit. I'm telling you what to do. I'm going to tell you to get up right now and rejoice in the Lord. Last week, as I shared with you briefly, the Lord led me to go over to see Brother Paul. John was at the house. He was talking with uh, Pastor Joan. 
You were there, right, at this point? Yes, you were. You were sitting on the couch, I remember. And, and as they're over there talking, it's like the Lord rose up on my heart. I want you to go over there, and I want you to talk to him and share with him. When I gave that prophetic word to him about not giving up, choosing to fight, did not mean that the fight is going to become easy. It means you've got to keep standing and keep fighting. Keep fighting the fight of faith. Refuse to back off of it. So we, I turned around, I said to them, we're going over, we're going to go on Wednesday. This was Monday. We're going to go over on Wednesday and see Brother Paul. Well, John wasn't able to go with us, but Pastor Jonah and me went over there. And when we got there, I'm going to be honest with you. When I looked at Paul, it was not a pretty picture. It, he was not able to drink. He was not able to eat because of some, they didn't even know what it was. And so, I mean, he looked weak. And how many know if you're not eating and drinking, you are going to die. And so we began to share with him and talk with him. And I encouraged him and shared the things that the Lord had laid upon my heart. She shared some things with him. And then all four of us, Paul and Donnie and and Joan and myself, came into agreement that he was going to be able to drink and eat. And that his stroke was no longer going to be something that's going to be constricted and not able to take it down. And that the excessive slobber or whatever it was. He was having excessive uh, slobber. Huh? Saliva. Well, okay, you know what I meant. (laughs) Anyway, and so we came into agreement. We prayed. And we left. Pastor Joan and I left to go get something to eat. Now I want you to hear this. Glory to God. We called him back after we got done eating. And you want to know how Paul answered the phone? Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. He was listening to my message from this past Sunday. Ha, ha, ha. Glory to God. And we called back. We went over there later on. And, and he's, I mean, he already looked better from our perspective. He was looking stronger already. But then we called. Joan talked to Donnie the next day. He's drinking water. He's eating soup. Hallelujah. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Glory to God. Everybody say ha, ha, ha. Praise the Lord. Yes. Hi. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Listen. Listen. That's, think about that. To be going through what he's going through, and we call him, ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. What is he doing? You know his body's probably aching. He's probably going through this, has some pain in his body, but he ain't yielding to that. He's yielded to the joy inside of him. And the joy of the Lord is his strength. I believe he's coming up out of this. He has destiny to fulfill. He's going to stand in this pulpit and preach to you. Did you hear that? Glory to God. Hallelujah. And then yesterday as I sat in my office. Did you hear that? They only gave him a week to live, live over a year ago. Yep, he's walking around. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So then yesterday as I sat in my office, my wife was gone. She had gone shopping and everything. I get a phone call from my older sister. And we began to talk with her. She called to wish me a happy birthday and things. And uh, talking about Brooke and being pregnant and having a little girl and all that stuff. And then she told me about her son, Matt, and his wife and children moving to Houston. And it was all good. And she said, I have one other thing to share with you. And I'm like, well, okay, what's this? And she, she goes, uh, you know, I had breast cancer. And it's, it's come back. And it's metastasized. Did I say that word right? It's spread into some of my bones and things like that. And, 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 and she sounded good. She was not discouraged or anything like that. And, 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 but it hit me. Here we are dealing with Paul. And now this comes. And I'm, I'm serious. I, I, as I said to my wife, it, it, it overwhelmed me for a moment. I didn't even know what to say. I wasn't, I wasn't even listening as she's talking to me. Because I was so overwhelmed. I felt like putting my face in my hands and just weeping. And then God reminded me what I've been preaching and I stood up and I began to dance and I began to shout and glory to God I know without a doubt she's coming through this in Jesus name she has destiny to fulfill as well in Jesus name the devil's a stinking liar cancer is nothing but a name it must bow to the name the name of Jesus glory to God 
I tell you, you just got to practice this, guys. I didn't feel like it. I felt like crying. I was being overwhelmed. But when I stood up, I began to shout, glory to God. There's a supernatural energy that just comes on you. And then when she got home, she's doing some more shouting. I'm in there studying later on. I'm standing up doing some more shouting. I mean, I don't know what our neighbors are thinking right now. Because I'm not, ch- I'm, I'm not going yay. I'm shouting. I'm shouting loud. Glory to Jesus. Can you take a little bit more? I'm almost done. Whew. I want to show you something in the Word that is going to really get you excited. I trust. Glory to God. Psalm 1611. You will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. The New Century Version says, being with you will fill me with joy. Glory to God. Do you need some joy? Do you need some joy? Go get in his presence. And some people think, well, I, 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 I don't know how to. Yes, you do. Are you a child of God? Remember, it has nothing, it has nothing to do with how you feel. It has everything to do, it is an act of faith. I'm going to spend time with you, God. I remember when we were at, at Rama, Patsy Caminetti was one of the teachers there. Just loved her. She was just so full of Jesus, so full of joy, so full of love. And, and she made this comment. She said, when I was at Rama and I lived, I lived in an apartment complex, there was an empty field beside it. And I said to God, I'm going to go out into this field and meet with you. And I'm going to spend time with you. And she said when she first went out there, she didn't sense anything. But she kept doing it. She kept doing it. By faith, she went out into the field and spent time with God. And she said all of a sudden, one day she went out there and God, she sensed God all over the place. She's jumping up and down and rejoicing. Hallelujah. God will meet you where you're at as long as you're operating in faith. And it's not a hard thing to do. All you're doing is saying, God, I want to, I want, I want to spend time with you. I want to spend time with you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like being in his presence. Because in his presence, you're going to get all that joy tanked up on the inside of you. For in his presence is fullness of joy. Glory to God. And if, listen, if you find yourself praising him and worshiping him, and next thing you know, you're standing on your feet shouting and dancing and turning around and laughing, that's okay. Because guess what? I want you to see this. He'll join right in with you. Go with me to, I'm going to prove it to you from the word. Psalms 2, almost done. Psalms 2, verses 1 through 4. I'm going to read it from the NIV. Just reads real easy this way. Why do the nations conspire and the people plot in vain? The kings of the earth take their stand and the rulers gather together against the Lord and against his anointed one. Let us break their chains, they say. Throw off their fetters. This is the king's and rulers of the earth saying this about God. Notice what verse 4 says. The one enthroned in heaven laughs. He laughs. He laughs. Oh, glory to God. I don't know if you're catching this or not. God laughs. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Why is he laughing? Because he knows that no matter what the enemy plots against him or throws against us, it's going to fail. (laughs) Can you imagine God laughing? You think thunder's loud? Could you imagine God the Father having a belly laugh? Listen, listen, that's what this psalm is all about. It's a picture of God's great plan of redemption and shows us that no no evil imagination of Satan to destroy humanity through demonic manipulation of kings and rulers will ever work. It will never work. He laughs at all of that. Can you imagine what that sounds like? Oh, come on, man. You need to get it. Have you ever heard some people laugh before? And you're like, my goodness gracious. They got a hearty laugh. We were talking about Gail's laugh the other day. 
Ha, ha, ha. Hallelujah. And listen, if our good and loving God can laugh when the enemy tries to come against him, shouldn't we as his very own children follow suit when the enemy comes against us? Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Glory to God. Friends, our laughing and rejoicing in the Lord is a sign to the unseen in heaven and in hell that what God has planned for our lives is coming to pass. And that no matter what the devil throws at you and me, we're coming out on top. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 2.14, Now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ. Everybody say always. 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 <laughs> God always leads us in triumph in Christ. Friends, listen. Laughing at sickness and disease, laughing at poverty and lack, laughing at bondages and fear and torment and anything else of the enemy is one way to show the devil that we truly take God at his word and that victory is ours no matter what because our God always, 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 always leads us in triumph. Are you getting that? Do you really believe it? Do you believe God meant when he said that? Always, always, always leads us in triumph. Woo! Glory to God. So as a result, when I'm facing, I'm smack dab in the middle of a test and a trial, I'm not going to get all, uh, I'm going to rejoice. I'm going to yield to joy. I'm going to start to shout. I'm going to show the devils in hell, all the angels in heaven. I believe what God said in his word. I'm going to receive supernatural strength. I'm going to receive the end of my faith. I'm going to get what I believe in God for. Woo! Hallelujah! Woo! Hallelujah! Ha ha ha! Ha ha ha! Is joy in you? Is joy in you? Is joy in you? Oh, thank you, Lord. Is it based upon how you feel? Is it based upon what you see? What is it based upon? How do you yield to? How do you yield to joy? By faith. I got it in me, Lord. I, it's down in me. I'm yielding to it right now. And I firmly believe when I do so, I'm receiving supernatural strength, supernatural sustenance, supernatural oomph to make it through this challenge to the other side victoriously. Because you always lead me in triumph. Glory to God. I believe it. I believe it. Come on, stand to your feet and shout. You got something you're believing God for. Then it's act like you just received it. Hallelujah. It is yours. Woo. 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 Hey. Victory, victory, victory. Victory is ours. Victory is ours. Hey. Woo. Healing. Healing is ours. Freedom is ours. Prosperity is ours. Hey! Woo! <laughs> Supernatural strength. Supernatural strength is coming. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Some of you guys might be feeling a little, uh, I don't know about this, Pastor Dan. Well, that's okay. Why not just practice it? Brother Hagen used to say on many occasions, he would start out in the flesh and end up in the spirit. He talked about one time he's, he stepped out in, 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 to dance in the Holy Ghost. And when he first stepped out, he said that he felt absolutely nothing. In fact, if he was feeling anything, he felt stupid for what he was doing. But he stepped out in faith and did it. And he said he began to spin. The next thing you know, he said he was spinning so fast, his coat was up around. I mean, just flying around him. He was in the spirit. He talks about times when this lady was up on the stage and she was worshiping the God and dancing in the Holy Ghost. And he said she was just going, kept getting closer to the edge and closer to the edge. Next thing, she stepped right off the stage, was standing, dancing in the spirit, in the air. Oh, Pastor Dan, I don't know. It's okay. You don't have to know about it. Listen, is it true or not? Is God the God of the impossible? Ha ha ha! See, I, 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 I'm ready. I'm ready, Lord. I'm, you know me. I'm, you know me. 
I'm ready to see these kinds of things happening. I believe God wants us to do, experience these kinds of things. People need to know that our God is not a God of words. I mean, He is the God of the Bible, don't get me wrong. But see, so many people, everything rests upon what the Bible says. And they don't ever show what the Bible says. Glory to God! It's time to demonstrate it. It's time to let people know that our God is alive. He's the God of miracles. He's the God of signs and wonders. You know, it was so funny because um, when we were ministering the other day, last week, uh, Casey started to play that uh, song, Miracles. And Paul was asking, what's that song? What's that song? And so we, and once I heard it, what it was, I said, that's, the, that's miracles. I believe in you. I believe in you. You're the God of miracles. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I tell you, I'm going I'm to say something. Spirit of God's all over me. And I'm, he's in this place. If you would yield right now, you're going, you would see things you've been believing God for. I'm t- listen to this. You're building a bridge. You're building a bridge. You're building a bridge. And it's, that bridge is right. Oh, it's almost done. It's almost completed. How do you complete this bridge? With joy. I'm telling you right now, some of you would just start yielding to it. That bridge is happening. That bridge is being built. Glory to God. I got it. Woo. Hey. Here it comes. Here it comes. It's mine. Woo. Hey. We got it already in the spirit. But it's ours. We're going to say, glory to God. Woo. mm, Glory to God. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, God wants to do some awesome things. Woo! Hey, hey, hey! Woo! I glory to God. I shout, I'm gonna shout some more. I tell you what, if, if, if he had the children of Israel shout up, they went around that, 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 that wall for seven days, and the wall came down. I just love the fact, see, when you really study that out, the wall was so wide they could raise chariots on it. And if the wall had just crumbled like so many people envisioned in their mind, it would have taken days to get through that. I firmly believe when they shouted, God just reached his hands down and pushed that wall down. Go get them. Go get them. They're yours. That's There you go. Come on. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Ha ha. Woo. Hey. Glory. Hey. All we got to do is believe. All we got to do is enjoy God. Ha ha. Hey, hey, listen, listen. You know how sometimes when you tell a joke. <laughs> Amen. You know how sometimes when someone tells you a joke and you listen, to the, you listen to the joke and you don't get it, but out of respect you laugh? Sometimes, listen to this. Sometimes you don't even understand what you're going through. But out of respect to God and the fact that he's laughing already, why not go ahead and join in with him and laugh anyway? Hey, 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 I'm telling you, see, see what's happening right now? She's getting answers. She's getting answers. Hey, what, what about you? Hey, Chuck, look, the spirit of God's all over. You might as well go ahead and have a good time. Hey, Woo! come on, Wes, glory to God. Ah, come on, Monica. Yay. Woo. Come on, Mark. Come on, Mark. Come on, Mark. Hey. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Is there anybody dealing with any kind of sickness in here? Anybody dealing with any? I mean, I'm not asking. If you, don't, if you aren't dealing with anything, you don't have to raise your hand. Anybody dealing with any kind of sickness? If not, praise the Lord. Monica is, okay? 
So what I want to do, I want everybody around Monica to lay hands on her right now. I want you to pray over her. And listen, listen. When you pray, believe you receive it, and then act like she got it already. The man, I want to see some laughing going on over there. Ha, ha, ha. Thank you, Lord. She's healed in Jesus' name. From the top of her head to the soles of her feet, I declare healing in her in Jesus' name. And because I know she's got it, I'm going to laugh. Ha, ha, ha. Hey. 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 Ha, ha, ha. You know when you pray, when you pray, you don't have to pray long. Did you hear that? You know, sometimes people feel like the only way I'm going to have an effective prayer life is I can pray for 30 minutes in a row. And then at that time, God gets tired of hearing my words and says, okay, I'll answer your, your prayer request. No. All it takes, oh, you know what we need to do? In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Whatever you ask in my name, I will do it. Hey, 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 Jesus, Jesus' name, hey, glory to God. Ooh, I tell you what, the Spirit of God's in here, Spirit of God's in here, Spirit of God is in here. How many people are believing for finances? Believing for finances, believing for finances. Look around you, everybody, there's a lot of hands up, glory to God, I'm believing for finances. Hey, listen. Hey, 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 you just got it. What you going to do? I said, you just got it. Woo, woo. Hey. Ha-ha. I'm swimming in that pool of joy right now. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God, glory to God, glory. Do you see? You see the difference? You see the, the difference? So you can go. And sit in a church, and, and everybody just sits there real prim and proper. And you leave out of there, and you say, nice, nice, nice preaching. I really enjoyed that Reader's Digest message. It made me feel all fuzzy and warm on the inside. We can come to this church where people are jumping up and down and shouting and running and everything else. But you're getting results. And you're finding out how to do it the next time and the next time. Because, see, friends, listen to me. You stay full of joy, you're going to stay full of spirit. You stay full of the spirit, you're going to stay full of joy. And listen, not only are you going to stay full of joy, you're going to stay full of peace. You're going to stay full of love. Oh, come on. How many of you need love? Oh, I love to love. <laughs> Glory to God. Self, you need some self-control? It's one of the fruit of the spirit. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. When you're full of the Spirit, that self-control is there to help you. And, and, and being kind. Have you ever felt like you, don't, you weren't very kind? I know a lot of people, I ain't looking, that sometimes aren't very kind. You need to learn to be kind all the time. Because if you're being kind all the time, that means you're full of the Spirit. Hallelujah. You can be gentle. You don't have to be rough. You don't have to be uh, mean. Be gentle. Be a gentleman. Gentlemen. We're called to be gentlemen. Amen. And gentle women. Amen. Yeah. Glory to God. Oh, I tell you what, God is working. God is working. There's going to be some answers, uh, and I want you to testify. I want you to testify. If you have to come up and share it and start dancing and shouting, go right ahead. Go ahead and have yourself a, a Holy Ghost hoedown. Because we believe in this. I said we believe in this. I've seen ministers. I've seen, was it, was it Brother Hagin was at this meeting? I think it was. Brother Hagin was at this meeting, and, and, and all of a sudden, the Spirit of God got to moving, and the minister that was there jumped up, ran out of his chair, jumped up on the pulpit, jumped up on the pulpit and started to dance, jumped off the pulpit, ran off on the stage, and in the background was all these, these bushes and f- plants, dove right in them. <laughs> now, first of all, if you see me jump up on this, pul- on this pulpit... Please, somebody come immediately and help me. (laughs) I can see me up here. (laughs) Hey, glory to God. I I I don't know what to do. I'm just enjoying myself right now. You know, a lot of times we get so caught up with what's on that clock, what time it is. Do you know your food's still going to be there? Hey, 
Oh, thank you, Jesus. You know, you are finding out something so important to your life. If you can learn to yield to joy, you're going to find yourself supernaturally strengthened, supernaturally enabled to see what you believe in God for come to pass. Ha ha ha. 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 Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, it's not to say we're going to always do this kind of service, but it's a lot of fun when we are. Amen. Glory to God. It was so funny because the first service, Joy, I walked back over to Joy and Joy sitting over there and she said, Pastor Dan, I want you to know, I might have not shown it all, but I, I, I just feel joy. I just feel joy all over me. And I said, well, it's your name, girl. Of course you do. But to see, the, the, the bottom line is, 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 listen, it's just something you do by faith. Amen. I did not feel like standing up in my office and shout and turn around and jump up and down and laugh. I felt like crying. But I did what I've been preaching. And the change that came on, I'm telling you, it came on me so strong. God will do the same thing for you guys. He will do the very same thing for you guys. Amen. You know what I just saw? I saw when we're having services like this, John would be up on his organ. He'd be going like this. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Well, you can be seated just real quickly with eyes closed, nobody looking around. We are Christians in this place. If there's anybody dealing with anything, I don't care what it is, and you just need to get restored to the Father, aren't you glad that He always reaches out to us? He loves us with an unconditional love, an everlasting love. He doesn't judge us. He doesn't condemn us. He doesn't beat us up. But if you need to get right with him right now, just slide a hand up and I'm going to pray with you. Uh, I'm looking around. Don't see any hands. So I want everybody to look up at me. That's a good thing. Practice this this week. Go back and listen to the service. Go back and...